From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to another episode of Thai Cats Today on this Tuesday, June the 27th, 2023. And joining me on today's episode is Thai Cats receiver Keandre Smith. Keandre, how are you doing so far on this bye week? Taking the bye week to really relax, you know, enjoy, enjoy the city a little bit, take some time to myself, clear the air, but I'm enjoying it and um, kind of just getting excited to get back to business as usual. So you're in Hamilton for the bye week? Yep, I'll be staying here, exploring the city a little bit, learning. Now, what do you like to do on your on your spare time, on your downtime? Uh, kind of just look up some of the trails around the city, go get food, find out where good food is, because like, for me, food's a really big thing. So I'm trying to find all the good food spots around Hamilton. And yeah, kind of just learn the city, like get acquainted. That's the goal. It's a nice city to explore lots of trails. I wanted to get into a little bit with you, just your career in football. And I wanted to start off with your father. I was wondering, have, did you, do you remember much of his time in the CFL? Uh, I remember, I remember a lot of it in spurts, right? Like obviously there's not great detail of every day, but mm -hmm. I remember growing up in the locker room, being around him all the time. I remember going to games. I remember going to games that actually I ever win. Before, before we had Tim Hortons Field over at Iverwind, that hostile environment. I might have had a beard dumped on my head as a kid, but who knows? <laughs> and so so I want to go through it. So you you start off in football. I'm assuming your dad was was the major contributor to you wanting to be a football player. Uh, that would be a safe assumption. He, got me, <laughs> he introduced me to the game. And then from then on, it was probably pretty much raps. I played a whole bunch of other sports growing up. But as soon as I was allowed to play football, that's what I knew I was sticking with. So you decided to go to Guelph University. Just talk to me a little bit about the thought process behind choosing that school to play football. Once I got accepted into Guelph, then it was one of those things where I had to make the best of the situation that I had. And honestly, I don't regret it because it's got me to where I am today. And it's taught me a lot of serious lessons that I probably needed to learn younger rather than older, that I needed to lock in and really focus on school and the importance of education before even athletics. Mm -hmm. So that no matter what, even if this doesn't work out, there was something to fall back on. And I'm glad I learned that lesson younger than older. At Guelph University, at what point did the CFL, was it always kind of something in your mind? Or at what point did you realize like, hey, this is definitely something for me? Oh, when I wanted, when I knew I wanted to play football professionally, it was the second I started playing. Like that yeah. was always the dream. That was always the goal. It was always what I wanted to do, what I was solely focused on. That's where, but my my mistake was only focusing on that and not focusing on everything else that was necessary to get there. So, so you get drafted by the Hamilton Tie Cats. What's your thought process going on? It's close to home. It's a it's a city that you know probably fairly well, especially being in Guelph. Um, honestly, it was a it was a bit of a surprise to me. I didn't think about that myself. I didn't project coming over here. Over here. I, I didn't really picture it. I was I was thinking about a lot of options somehow. Hamilton kind of slid under the radar for options. I was like, I grew up in a, in a Toronto Argonauts locker room. Mm -hmm. I always think about, okay, what if I go as far away as possible, which would be like West Coast, BC, Saskatchewan, somewhere far away. Yeah. And then Hamilton was kind of one of those places that was sneaking under the radar. But once I got drafted, I'm like, wow, this is a city that really supports their team. It's a team that does really well, that cares about playing good, winning football. So I knew I would have a chance to be around great players and coach O's a great coach who I've known for a long time since my childhood so it was familiar face it felt like family walking in and 
I quickly fell in love with the team. Now, talk me through that first snap in the CFL. Just who was it against? What was what was the moment like? Just can you can you remember that moment? Uh, first snap in the CFL was definitely me on special teams. The, I don't remember what game that was. No, it was preseason against the Argos, but I just remember. We were doing special teams, and I was covering Lawrence Woods was returning in the first preseason game. And I tried to press the guy that was on me, and he beat the press. <laughs> and he said, I'm like, okay, let's find you know, just catch up to him, run. When he was running away, I wasn't catching up as fast as I usually catch up to people. So I really had to dig, and I was like, I'm thinking over here, dang, these guys are fast. <laughs> I did eventually catch up make the block, but that was for when I realized, yo, Everyone here is a prime athlete right now. So you mm -hmm. can't sleep. You can't be lackadaisical with your technique. You got to really lock in. So it was a quick shock, but it was one that was that got you acclimated really quick to the speed of the game and the speed of the players around you. Yeah, I was talking to Gordon White, and he was telling me his first moment in the CFL, he got absolutely crushed. So <laughs> so it's, it's funny hearing these stories and, and just people understanding, wow, I'm in the pros now. I have another question for you. Whenever you're getting ready for a game, you're about to go out and onto the field. What kind of music are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Who are those artists that just get you fired up? Um, contrary to most people, I don't really listen to hype music. Okay. Because anyone who kind of knows me knows that like I don't need to get hyped up any more than I already am. <laughs> like my personality, the way I am, the way I stay normally, I don't I don't need more energy. You got that natural hype. So I kind of, it's for the rest of the whole day leading up to like getting into the stadium, it's kind of smooth R&B, bit of 90s R&B all the way through, all the way through the day. And then as I'm getting dressed in the locker room, it's like whatever the team's playing is fine. And then kind of like just before pregame, I just throw on a, a smaller known artist named St. John. Okay. And there's a couple tracks there that were played by him that kind of, get me in the right headspace to play. But it's nothing that's really too fast-paced or too aggressive. I like to play the game happy, right? A lot of people play the game angry. I play the game happy. If I'm not in a good mood, then I'm not having fun. Like, at the end of the day, we're here to win. It's all business. But if you're not having fun, you're doing the wrong things. I think St. John, that's Roses, right? Does he, does he sing Roses? Yeah, St. John okay. did do Roses. <laughs> okay. My favorite track by him would be Ransom, though. Okay, sure. okay. Okay, so, so, you listen, so you listen to some chill music. You get hyped up. You're out on the field. Ticats fans are wild. Does that just hype you up 10 times more hearing those fans? I, I just feel up having the fans because you know it's a group of fans that there's like there's some places where the fans are just there to be at the game and be in the environment. These fans know football. These fans know when we're doing well, when we're doing poorly, They're and they're honest. Like, mm -hmm. if you're not doing a good job as a team and we're all playing terrible – the fans will let you know that they're not just going to cheer you on blindly when you're not doing anything, right? They still support you, but they're not afraid to tell to give you a boo every year and here and there because you guys aren't locked in. But yeah. when when you're doing what you're supposed to do and we're taking care of business, there's no greater fan base. The whole city's going to support you guys, and I kind of love that. I love honesty. So honest fans are a great thing because they're not just going to hype up when you're not doing anything. Yeah, they're a passionate fan base, and, and you really can feel that energy no matter what's going on in the game. I'm going to talk about what's going on this season. Obviously, not the start 
the team is looking for? What do you think this team needs to do coming out of the bye week to get some wins on the board? Honestly, we just got to stay together. There's not there's not any magical serum. There's, not, there's nothing brand new that we don't know. We, we know why we've lost games. We know what's contributed to that. And um, it's just fixing the simple mistakes and staying together. So when your team stays together and you guys bond and you guys bond the right ways and then you guys all learn each other, it's quick to turn around. So I'm not worried per se. I think we just got to get our get our ducks in our own and focus up. I don't, it's not too much of a big deal. No, for sure. And it's so early in the season, especially in a CFL season where, where you can see teams turn it around very quickly. And, and I have a lot of faith in this team. I know a lot of fans do as well. Keandre, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I look forward to seeing you uh, back at Tim Hortons field. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it every time. Big thanks again to Keandre Smith for being on the show today. Always a pleasure chatting with him. Before I go, a quick reminder that Ticats season ticket holders can get those priority Grey Cup tickets right now. And if you don't have season tickets and are waiting to get yourself some Grey Cup tickets, they will be on sale to the general public on July 1st. So make sure to keep an eye out for that. Tickets sell out fast and Rightfully so, because it will be a party in Hamilton when the 110th Grey Cup makes its way to Tim Hortons Field. That's all the time for me today. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.